are now listening to the Rose Bros Podcast, a product of Rose Bros Entertainment. Enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Rose Bros Podcast. My name is Ben. I am joined by my brothers, Brandon and Kyle. And we have a special guest from 6,524 miles away. Is that accurate? Wow, I'm not sure how long that is. <laughs> yes. I've heard, let me fact check it. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Hey, yes. Jeffrey. Welcome. Uh, Jeffrey is from a country called? Tanzania. Tanzania. I don't know why I thought it was Tasmanian. Is that a different, different place? Tasmania is like an animal. Tasmanian devil. But Tasmania. Is Tasmania a place? Actually, I, I'm not sure. It could be a place, but I, I think it's, it's a place somewhere nearby Australia. Okay. Different place then. Different place. Not Africa. Different place. Oh, I was so close. What would I say? 6,200 and something. All right. Starting over. <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is 8,456 miles away. That was pretty close within 2,000 miles. Pretty good, that, yeah. Right? That's not bad. Decent for a random guess. Uh, okay, yeah. So from 8,456 miles away, Jeffrey. Or Jeffrey. Tanzania, not Tasmania, if that is a country. Uh, so last week was a huge disappointment, huh? Huh, guys? Kind of. I mean, everyone fell asleep and we kind of never came back. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just kind of. The the adrenaline from the fights really kept us going. And then once the fight was over and it kind of was some BS. So if you're in the UFC, last week was, uh, Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal fighting for the BMF belt. Uh, what's BMF stand for, Brandon? Like, it's probably like the baddest motherfucker. Yes, in the it world. is. That is what it is. Brandon, and the, virgin ears, okay? We got some virgin ears. Funny thing listening. about that belt is that since ESPN bought uh, the pay per view rights to UFC, they <laughs> censor what you're allowed to say. So they're not allowed the to call it the mother baddest effort. motherfucker belt. They call it the baddest mother effer belt or the BMF, <laughs> simply BMF belt. But Joe Rogan doesn't can call care. It, the fighters can call it whatever they want. Yes. And Joe the Rogan. The fighters can, and commentators <laughs> are not supposed to, but Joe Rogan's just like, he I did, mean, he what are they going to do to Joe Rogan? Right. He's been doing this for decades. Yeah. He didn't give a fuck. I think he's been around literally since UFC 1. I think he was doing He was it. the guy. Yeah. Wasn't he fighting? No. I don't think he was ever fighting. I'm pretty sure. Oh, so he I a trainer? My... I thought he was a Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I mean, he yes, he is trained in that, but I don't think he's ever oh. fought like for the UFC, dude. Not a fighter? Come on. No. Uh, so anyway, so that uh, you know that was supposed to be this super hyped up, violent, bloody. These two guys are just you know Nate Diaz is a gangster. Jorge Masvidal is from Florida. He's like one of those Floridian gangsters. Floridian. Uh, the they promised a violent fight. We got a violent fight. Three rounds of a violent fight. The thing with Nate Diaz though, if you know about Nate Diaz and you watch Nate Diaz fight, the fifth, the fourth and fifth rounds are his rounds. He's uh, like he's like a. He's a punching bag until the fourth round. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's like kind of like a puke and rally guy. It's like, almost he like, wants, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just like rounds one through three, he's just blacked out. And, and it's like and he between pukes. three and four, he he's throws like, up. Right. He's like, oh, shit, I'm back. Second win, does some cocaine. He's like, he's like, uh, <laughs> like Rocky. You know how Rocky used to get his ass beat all the way throughout the movie? And then like the later rounds, he'd be like, Adrian. Adrian, I'm yes. in. <laughs> yes, exactly. I won. It's like he just remembers. I won. Like, he remembers like, <laughs> That's kind of I, know how it how sounds, to, like I know how to fight, you know? Like, he's right. Finally, he's it finally clicks, like, right? It finally clicks like, oh shit, I know how to throw a punch. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, I've been training for this. Right. <laughs> uh, so, but unfortunately we did not get to the fourth and fifth rounds because between the third and fourth round, uh, the doctor stopped it. Nate had a pretty vicious cut. I think it was like 30 something stitches. Did you see the, the picture I sent you guys? 
the stitches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, that was so. Yeah, bad. it was a it was a gash. So they stopped it. We didn't even get to finish the fight. Jorge won on a doctor stoppage, and uh, that just kind of took all the air out of the room. We didn't come back. You know, some of the people that were going to be on fell asleep, and you know, it was what it was. I think listening to that episode, it would be more beneficial to probably have one person on for the entirety of an episode yeah. rather than try to right. lightning round rapid and do fire. It, so. Uh, but you know what? It was what it was. It was a forty-minute episode. It's our least downloaded episode yet. I don't know how people probably people probably saw like oh, 40 minutes something went wrong. That's probably a car wreck. I thought it was still pretty good quality-wise. It was a good podcast. I listened to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it got good. It's got good uh, content in it. Just you wasn't know, full. it just wasn't a full episode like we normally do. Right. So. And I just had to come in the next day. Like literally, you two are just kind of like, eh, you know, Ben will figure it out. Ben <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, didn't even say anything say, about it. Were you surprised I was going whenever to, I put an episode ben, up? No, yeah, I was surprised. I was actually surprised because I was like wondering like what what you were gonna do, like because like I realized that Kyle's once I got like, home, I'm I was out. Because like, Kyle, Kyle says, "Okay, we're leaving," and then I was kind of sitting like, "Well, if he's leaving, yeah, I guess." Yeah, I was kind of wondering like what we were gonna do, and then I was like, <laughs> "My wife's sleeping on the floor. I need yeah, to get her. I need yeah, to get her home." Get her home. <laughs> and I really, I wasn't in the mood to do it anymore. I was kind of done. I was, just, I mean, I was really tired. I was exhausted too. Yeah, uh, tonight I'm real tired too. You know, I think I was always gonna be tired, but Kyle brought me a sugar-free rock star, Such so is life. that'll get me Such through. Such life. The life of me and my profession, and then coming home to Tyler's. Yeah, people are like, "Oh, I bet you just go home and you just go right to sleep and just decompress." And I'm like, "No, no, there's no time. No such thing." Today I tried taking a poop. And I was yelling. <laughs> I was like, Charlotte's banging on the door, and she's trying to get in. And she's like, "I have to poop." I'm like, "I'm literally in the middle of pooping now," <laughs> and she's like, "No, I have to go." And so, I don't know, I was just yelling back, and then I told Carol, I was like, hey, can I get a minute? And she's like, no, you can't. Like, you're a parent. Was, that is oh, life. Okay. Can I just have one minute, please? Just one. I was like, oh, okay. okay. Cut my wrist and black my eyes. Anyway, so, yeah, that was last week. Um, I wrapped it up solo dolo on Sunday. I got in here. I held the mic outside the stand. Just like, I was like, well, hey, let's yeah. just finish this off myself. Yeah, I didn't hear the end. I didn't hear how you finished it off. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh. Do you want me to go through it now? I mean, no, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but going back to the fight, I heard, um, so Mazaval wanted the rematch, but then, you know, Nate Diaz said, peace out, fight game. Oh, did he? He ain't going back. Nah. He's done fighting, he said. He literally has no brain cells left. No, yeah. He probably, he probably Poor dude. had a stroke and <laughs> it's like, all right, I can't do this no more. <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, you do kind of hang it up. And he's always been such a brutal fighter. Like, yeah. you know, I think there's some fighters you can fight. Like, there are fighters who have fought until their 40s. You know, no, they're not the ones earned, who are getting their ass kicked. He's like earned that, his though. keep. He doesn't need to prove anything anymore. Nah. Nope. Nah. I mean, as disappointing as it was, it was still a pretty legendary fight. Yeah. And also, you had Dwayne The Rock Johnson there to present the BMF belt. Right. Which is. Yeah, awesome. he looks good in some slacks. That right? was a gimmick, but also <laughs> pretty neat. He looks who the Rock does. Yeah, he looks good in anything. Bro, seriously, he looks good in some slacks. I can't. I can't remember what we were. Oh, he was on the. Uh, he was on SmackDown. He was on the uh, Fox preview or uh, premiere of SmackDown, and he came out, and I was like, "Damn, he looks good." Like I, like as like like I was like not no homo, no nothing. Like, damn, he looks good. No, I think it's always implied. You don't have to say no homo, yeah, dude. It's implied when you're talking about Dwayne the Rock Johnson, like. He's a good. He's a good. He's a good. Dude. Like, God damn. Yeah. Like, it's all you good. don't have to say no homo. No. That's just. It's and also it's 2019, dude. It's like you know, just be comfortable with your sexuality enough yeah. that you don't have to like, dude, say yeah. that. Also, I saw this picture. An on attractive face. human is an attractive. I, human. I saw I'd this. Slap his butt. I saw this picture with on your balls. I get my. Uh, I get beat up though. Probably on Facebook <laughs> that I I want to show you guys. 
um, because me and Nick had a pretty good pretty good laugh about it. Let's see if I can find. Are it. Are you just gonna show me and Brandon, and then like we're gonna discuss it? Is it something that they're gonna, like people listening need to see it in order to understand what? You're yeah, talking? so we'll put it on the. Uh, I I can put it on the page. Okay. Just give me a second. Um, oh yeah, no, sure. We'll just keep going back to talking what funny. we were talking about. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, real quick. Uh, did you know that his workout regimen? He works out for like eight hours a day, I think, yeah. or like maybe it's like ten hours a day or something yeah. like that. Crazy amount. Like he like wakes up. I read I read this whole like thing on him. But, like he like wakes up, eats, works out, eats a fucking shit ton of food. He eats so much. Food. Rest and like does some shit. Works out, eats a shit ton, and like that cycle continues until the evening. But then once a week he has a <clears throat> cheat meal. Have you ever seen his cheat meals? Yes. Well, sometimes it's once a week, but then when he's like in well, yeah, training he's for like a movie that. or right, something, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like sure. it's like once every six. But just months. like maintaining, it's like once a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he even like posts on Instagram like, make sure you have your cheat meals, friends. But like once a week, Dude. unless he's doing a film or something like where he yeah. actually needs to be like chiseled for the whole thing. The most sushi you've ever seen. Mm. Like, you go to all-you-can-eat sushi, like, we go there sometimes. Like, he, all that sushi I order, like, throughout the whole meal, like, that times five all at once. Right. Or pizzas, these big-ass pizzas. Yeah, four or five of them. I used uh, to watch, I used to get, I got sucked into, like, a YouTube video about about him. And there's there's a YouTube video of a random guy trying to do one day of his workout regimen. Oh, yeah. Plus the food. Oh, yeah. He barely made it past breakfast. Yeah. Because it's so much food. Oh, there's yeah, the amount so of food. There, because a, he works so hard. There's a female that did it one day. She completed one day of his of his workout regimen. That's insane. With the food or with just the, the food, workout? With the food. Like the calorie she intake. She ate the same the, amount of calories he the does? Ca- the cal- yes. She had to be like a professional eater, though. Yeah, dude. Bro, it was ridiculous. And like, she was like, I can't, I physically can't do this anymore. She goes, and then at the end of the ep- uh, the end of the end uh, of the thing, it was like, I slept for two days because I was so tired. <laughs> I also watched a YouTube video of a guy a guy doing Trump's diet for one day. What's his diet? And that was pretty funny. Is his diet released? Like, do we know uh, what he eats? Well, look, at, if you look or at the Or is it just like, video, uh, like a funny, like, oh, he eats McDonald's and no, Wendy's? No, he does. It's from, uh, I don't know if it's true or like 100% true of what he eats. I don't know if that's what he eats every single day. But it's like two Big Macs. <laughs> make, no, like a like a fish fillet and stuff. No, there's no from way. whatever. I mean, it was on it was on Facebook, so I'm sure if it was he a ate trolley that every video. day. Dude, like remember that dude no, who did yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Super size me. I don't know if it's an everyday thing, but I think it's like a Trump. A t- Maybe that's like his <laughs> McDonald's food. order. Or something. Yeah, it was kind of funny. I could probably smash two Big Macs and a fish fillet though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I had three tests this week in class and got a hundred percent on all three of them. So. All right. Smarty pants. I'm a smarty pants. That's good. You got your heat fix in your house this week? I did. I did get my heat fixed. It was did exactly you what I thought. fix it yourself? I did not. It's under warranty, and oh. so it would have cost me more money than it would have just to get my warranty and just come out and do it. The part itself was like 200 bucks. Yeah. But what bad. about your pride, dude? What about your pride, Kyle? You're, you're in school to be an HVAC guy, and you just hired someone to do it for you. Yep. <clears throat> What a yep. waste. What a waste of time. Yep. <laughs> oh, I knew uh, I knew what was wrong with it. Then why didn't you fix it? Because it was $200 for the part. I mean, it doesn't Money. make sense. Money. I mean, Brandon. yeah, it makes sense. $75 for somebody to come out and do it or $200 plus my time to go do it. Time well, is valuable. Time is valuable. You're right. Time is money, baby. Yeah, baby. What I didn't you? do anything cool Any this pizza weekend. delivery things going on? Um, Did you get all your points? Got my points. I was yeah. top driver for a while on Tuesday. Ooh. Oh, they have a top driver. Yeah. What do you, you get? Oh, you, you don't get a reward though. You said no. You don't get. A See, reward. they need to have an incentive. Like you get to take home a pizza. 
Dude, I'd, I would be driving like a grand. Everybody. Everybody would have 100 <laughs> points. I'm like this. All right. I, oh, over the street. Look, there, slow down. I want that pizza. I think I saw. <laughs> I was behind a Papa John's driver on. Slow pokes. Uh, Ole Antonia. And yeah. I, or no. Uh, yeah, is that what this road's called? Yeah. That, uh, like, out of sight of my subdivision? Ole yeah. Antonia. Yeah. Ole Antonia. Uh, no. Dude, yeah. yes. He was riding his brakes the entire way down the hill. I'm mm-hmm. like, and then, but now that I know. Right, it makes sense, but I was just like, dang, dude, screw those points. I gotta screw get those home. points. Home. You got seven cars behind you lined up. From 35. <laughs> yeah, but those I always points like 50, are for 50, real, 55. though. Uh, that Parmesan garlic crust, though, from your work looks bomb. Yeah, what it is it? Is bad. it new? Is it new? Yeah, it is new. It, it looks smells bad. So good. Is it baked though. into the actual crust or just uh, like the crust of the pizza? I guess in the, I mean, in the dough, or is it? It's put like on? you put, so you make the dough, the pizza, the regular, and then you put like a garlic, a garlic Parmesan, like butter around the edge, and then you put the Parmesan. Like grated, not grated, but like yeah, shredded, shredded Parmesan around it, and then you just bake it with the pizza. It smells so bad. Oh man, it just makes the whole store smell like. Farts. Do a lot of people open it <laughs> or order it? <laughs> it looks really good. Though. It, it probably tastes really good, but the smell of Parmesan when it cooks like that stinks. Stinky. Do a lot of people Stinky order it, juice. or is it? Uh, I want to say a lot of people. We get probably like two or three a night. Oh, wow. but I was. Is a, it not advertised? Is that why? I think it is advertised. It's new though. Oh, okay. So it's not like. Super advertised. I've never heard of it. So you said that. I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah. There's a com- there's commercials on it for the TV. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I need to get TV. It's pretty new. It looks real good. Nice. It looks real good. All right, cool. Any, yeah, I didn't any, do... Any didn't cool do stories, either. Brendan, though? Like, uh, any crazy things happen to you? I think the only crazy Chick thing... Chick into the door and just, like, a robe that's, like, <laughs> no. slightly open. No. Not like, yet. Oh, do hey, you have my extra large sausage, hey, sir? Hey, uh, no, I was talking about this with Jeffrey earlier. I mean, it just seems like a waste of a pizza to do it that way. I got four inches of sausage here, and I hope you enjoy <laughs> it. <laughs> and that, that's on a good night? Right. Generous. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of cold outside. So, generous. Anyway, um, no, nothing too crazy. I got your I mean, I had to deliver a pizza to a hotel the other day, the Motel 8 or something. What's it called? Super 8? Super 8. Motel super, 6 or Super 8. No, yeah, yeah Super 8 and Peevely. So you can only imagine. Well, um, you had to deliver a pizza all the way down to Peely. Yeah. Well, wow. there's not a there's not a um, there's not a Papa John's in Peely. So I think that that little area, that little like small area, is like the farthest. Oh, so there's nowhere. Is there anywhere that just doesn't get it? Or there do is you people deliver? that don't get it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, if you're past Peely, I think I think there might be one in Festus, but there's probably dead zones. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't. Um. Anyway. I go into this hotel and it's on the second floor. So I'm like, one elevator's broken. Oh, cool. Got to walk all the way down the hallway to the stairs, and then walk up the stairs and walk all the way down the hallway to the other side. You, of the they th- make you deliver to the door. Yeah, yeah. You never what? order pizza in a hotel? No, I feel like if I order pizza from a hotel, that I had to meet them in the lobby. No, no. They uh, walk. You tell them the room number, and they yeah, come you, right to the door. Yeah, they put the room number on there. Oh, with the bro, address. that's so that's so rude. What? Rude. I don't know. And then you don't tip them. You don't have to tip them when you're there. Well, he tipped me. The guy tipped me. Well, see, if you're from out of town, though. I don't know, man. I feel like I would meet you down. I feel like I would meet you down in the lobby. First off, I don't want want you to see my hotel room. Here's my favorite thing about hotels. Anytime you deliver to a hotel, there's always that one guy sitting in the lobby. He's like, oh, I'm the one who ordered it. And I'm like, no, yeah, what's your <laughs> fucking name? <you> <laughs> it's so funny because everybody thinks that's a unique joke. Yeah. They're like, oh, this will be funny. I'm going to oh, get the pizza guy. Oh, right here. And I'm like, and I'm like, really? And he's like, no. I was like, fuck you. Go away. <laughs> You're a dick. No, you should go up there and she's like, oh, cool, 27.50. Yeah. You're like, no, no not no, really. No, it's a joke. I'm no, like, 27.50. Thanks, no. thanks for wasting my time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I could so be on another funny. delivery right yeah, now. Yeah, and then I walked to the elevator, <laughs> and the so elevator's funny. broken, so I'm like, I don't know where the stairs are. So I had to go to the front desk, and I was like, where's the stairs? She's How like, do you get on the second level yeah, of this place? Yeah, like, she's like, they go all the way down the hallway, <laughs> and at the end of the hallway, the stairs are on the same. So I go these stairs. One, sketchy, dude. It's like a factory stairs or something it was scary it's like behind a door like you have to like open the door yeah. stairway in a, behind like a the room, door basically. I'm a, i feel like i'm gonna get stabbed as soon as i shut this door someone's hiding under the stairs right. stabbed with a heroin needle <laughs> right. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Stab, i stab. get to the second floor i open up the door all i hear is this lady screaming bloody murder she's like i'm not your bitch and she's going off on some guy dude like i literally she must have walked in on I'm some not shit your bitch. she must have walked in on some shit like her husband's in the hotel like waiting for some some cheating shit. Some cheating shit. Because she's yelling. She was not happy. Because <laughs> I, I was, thought, so, I was off, so I thought, awkward. Oh, maybe you were on an episode of Cheaters. So maybe. first off, <laughs> I was like, oh, here's your pizza. <laughs> so first off, I thought you were going to go in a different direction with that. Whenever you said screaming, I thought, oh, no, no, no. I instantly thought sexual. Like, I instantly thought, like, she screaming, was like, she, she was, was getting it. I thought this man was dead. Like, I thought he was getting murdered. Like, Damn. she was mad. So I get, I'm, I'm praying, my, I'm praying, praying, praying that I'm not delivering a pizza to this room. I'm like, please, for the love of God, don't be the room I'm taking this pizza to. What? So I knock on the door because it's close. It's right. in this vicinity. I hear it very clearly. <laughs> I knock on this door and it's just some random guy. It's normal guy. Yeah. And he was just staying. They're probably there for business or something. And I was like, thank God. Because <laughs> it was it, literally. Did you say, hey, you hear that lady scream? <laughs> no, but I did go to the front desk after and be like. Someone not happy up there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure they. Didn't I mean, he literally They're just ordered not. wings and a and breadsticks or something like that. Oh, like, not even a pizza. No. And I was like, That's okay. weird, dude. So there used to be people that would come into Steak and Shake and make jokes like that. Like it'd be if it was like late night, like, hey, I'm Ben. What can I get you to drink? I'll be your server. What can I get you to drink? Can I get a Bud Light? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're the fifth person tonight. He's asked for a Bud Light. You know, we don't serve that because we're a restaurant. Yeah. Like, I think people just think they come up with like these jokes that right. just... like in their head they're like I'm, I'm the funniest motherfucker it's always, here it's always... I asked for a beer at a steak and shake it's, guys. it's always white people too I've never, oh, had, yeah, yeah, I've never right. had a black guy make a stupid right. joke <laughs> it's always a white dude it's always some white middle aged dad dude right. like, that's mine <laughs> <laughs> that's mine you got a butt light back there <laughs> but and he's always drunk too. But light. I'm like, oh, we're also in Jefferson County. Didn't somewhere. guess that you were gonna do that, dude. Also, we had this server one time that dropped a really heavy glass on this baby's head. I don't know. That just made me think of that for some reason. No, this baby was sitting in a high chair, and, and like Steak and Shake used to have those really heavy glasses, you know, like the thin yeah. ones. Now they got thinner ones, like yeah. plastic, I think. But I think it was plastic. I'll never forget. Oh, I gotta tell that too. But like, anyway, so like he went there. He had like two shakes and uh, soda on it. Like he took a shake off and like leaned over the high chair to like get it to the guy and like the whole fucking oh, thing, dude. And no. it went bang on the baby's head. Baby screaming, soaking wet. This kid comes to the back crying his eyes out. Oh no. Yeah, something's wrong with him, dude. He had some kind of, I don't know. He wasn't slow, but he kind of looked like. Right. Are you six years old, Are dude? You? Like he had one of those uh, genetic disorders or something. So I kind of felt bad for him anyway, but he was balling. Yeah. Sad day. I don't know why I thought of that. That's what think of that. <laughs> No, delivering pizzas is not as not as crazy as you wish it would be. Sometimes I wish it was more crazy. I remember I delivered pizzas for... I, get, I delivered pizzas for more shirtless dudes than anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to off of... I think it was off of 21, like way back at off 21. And it was like this little farmhouse. I hated going back there. Oh my God, literally yeah. it's the worst. And I so like I pulled up to this house 
and I get out and there's chickens in the in the yard. I'm like, all right, whatever. So then I, I start walking to the packed. door. I'm like walking to the door and like the chickens are coming at me. I'm like, I'm, I'm running from 50 chickens to this pizza in my hand. At this point, Look I'm at like, all those chickens. At this point, I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, it cannot get any worse, right? And this then is I, my life. Right. This is, fuck, this is my life. Look, guys, there's a pot belly pig in yes. the living room. Yes. Not, the living, just... not, not in the living room, but it was like, I turned the corner to like go onto the porch. <laughs> And there's a pig. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding Just like free range? <laughs> yes. Just chilling. Dang, dude, that's where your free range bacon comes from. God, I was like, come on, mm-hmm. man. Like, get out of here. And then yeah, it's man. like this crackhead, this cracked out looking <laughs> old lady comes out, takes the pizza from me. I get a two cent tip. Uh, I got to uh, kick yeah. chickens out of the way. You know? uh, <laughs> like, get the, take a chicken with you. I got Tuesday. I got... Uh, when I when I deliver to kids like teenagers or kids, I don't expect anything, and right. I don't I don't get mad when I don't get anything because it's like they're kids, whatever. But she gave she gave me exact change, and then she said, "Oh, and I'm sorry about this, but here's your tip." There's a handful of nickels. It's <laughs> like she grabbed from the penny jar from her parents' change jar. Here you go. She so apologized for it. She said, "She said, oh, I'm sorry for the tip." I was like, "Well, no problem." I should have been like. I, keep it please, please don't give me your dirty change i just don't want i just don't like i had a pocket full swishing around all night <laughs> nickels i love how uh when you posted that into our filming chat christian's response was it all spends the same mm-hmm. it's like yeah but i'm not gonna go pay for my gas and <laughs> oh, at the gas station I'm like hey here's 50 nickels here's some nickels <laughs> yeah, you could take it to uh, the bank no but when you cash out when you cash out at the end of the night I, you can just give them the nickels and they'll give you dollars for so it, how much so. did it translate to money like, it was like cash a, I think it was like 85 cents of the nickels. Oh. Not even a dollar? It's like 85 cents of nickels. Keep your nickels. Did you get, the, did you get quarters though? Please tell me you got three quarters and a dime for all those nickels. For what? Like for when I cashed out? Yeah, for when you cashed no, out? No, I just no. threw it in my car. Oh, God. I didn't want to... My pants were literally weighing down from nickels. I wanted to put them somewhere. I just threw them in the change area of my car. Mm. But, um, I feel you. 85 cents in nickels. nickels all like, nickels. Like, yeah, for she's real. Like, she's like, like, oh, sorry about this tip, but that's that. At that <laughs> point, like, you just want to you just want to smack a child. Like, no, I don't ah. expect from from kids. Like, I how old? When you say kids, like how old? Like she had to be maybe like 13, 14. Oh, you know what's like, the worst is like whenever... a teenager. Not like like now. What really makes me mad is when parents send their like little kids to get the pizza and then they don't tip me. Right, because you know the then parents like, are The there. parents was like, "I don't want to tip this guy, so right. I'm gonna send my child to go <laughs> pick it up." Yeah. Or we, and they won't like. It's like they ordered it with the with the the slip with their credit card, and the kid is just gonna scribble on the signature and be like, "All right," and then they're like, "They do that on purpose." I'm sure. Yeah, oh, no, one hundred percent on purpose. Yeah. Go, they're like, "Just go sign my name and go." It's just they're just their way of saying, "I don't want to tip this man." Yeah. Right. <laughs> Or the like the worst was I uh, I delivered off Segman like on the like a nice mansion off Seg- like off uh, they suck. La Frisco Hill they suck dude off Frisco Hill and then, of course like those I, mansions on Frisco Hill though I used to deliver those things Dems is nice Dems <laughs> Dem, not the one I had because I, I I delivered it to ch- the, to kids no me too they no they're nice houses but oh, they yeah. all tip like shit oh my god you don't Seriously. get rich you don't get rich paying your pizza delivery guy though <laughs> no, no for real but like <laughs> so first off like I know that the parent order the pizza for the kids. Like I oh, know yeah, that because yeah, yeah. I, I took the order. So I know it's the parents. So then when I get there, I expect the kids to at least like throw a dollar on the, <laughs> on the credit card receipt, you know, no. like something, they won't nah. nothing. 
But you know what? That's how you My lose best money. tips I've ever gotten are from trailer parks. Oh, yeah. Out of anywhere you go, if you deliver to a trailer park, you know you're getting a decent tip. But think about it. If you think about the socioeconomic <clears throat> status and like how people are there. So like the people who are in the trailer park are there because they overtip pizza delivery boys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, for yeah. Sure. Like, that's, for sure. That's like, <laughs> that's like one of the like criteria. Like, why I'll tell you, you, I'll what, tell you what happened in your life that you ended up in a trailer park? It's like, one, it's I, like make, I, I make 20... a ton of money, but I don't want to go house broke, so I just got a trailer because I just need a place to sleep. Two, meth or something. Three, I overtip Chinese delivery people <laughs> and pizza delivery boys. No, seriously. The one time this lady bought twenty dollars worth of pizza, hand me sixty dollars, and said, "I said, oh, you want change? No, no. You're, like, you're probably thinking like your heat's gonna get turned off. Yeah. Have each of you delivered pizza at one point in your? I've never delivered pizza. No, I've delivered pizza. So, let's talk about let's talk about the tipping. Okay. The tipping. For, okay. Yeah. Uh, in America, it's a it's a it's a, a cultural thing, or is it um, something that is economical? There are other countries, especially uh, where tipping is considered actually offensive. Yeah. So I was. Why the hell is in America one of those countries? <laughs> I, so where where do you think this uh, culture of tipping, if if it's a culture, or it's economical? Where do you think it it's, comes from? It's a hundred percent cultural, um, because I got, I was stationed in South Korea for a year, and they're all Asian culture over there. It is considered rude to tip. Um, and so when I went when I went into restaurants, I didn't know that, and I would tip, and I would tip, and I would tip, and then finally somebody told me like, because I, I I would always get this like glare at me every time I tipped. I like I would get this. But like, wait, is it an option like on the receipt to yes. leave a tip? Yeah. So it's an option to do it, but if you do it, it's offensive. Yes, that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't, but it's it was it's it was considered offensive to to tip in a, to, in an Asian culture, and I don't know why, but I did it every time because growing up here, it's one of those things that you're just it's ingrained in your head like i have to tip you know? i know going out to eat with jeffrey i always had a tip for him because <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie <laughs> he grabbed that mic out of your hand so fast dude that that is a lie but i think that the There's bigger not, question like early early on when we first met and when you that first is, got here that is totally a lie that is totally a lie but i want to i want to get back to an important <laughs> question though so where where did this tipping culture come from? yeah where did it come from where is it, it originate culture? is it is it is it is it a culture first of all kyle seems to think it's a culture. i, I definitely think i don't it's know a if it's thing. a cult and and I've, it, one of the things i've heard is that you know uh, employees, especially in, in uh, restaurants uh, or service industries, do not get paid the minimum wage. Correct. And so right. they have to transfer that. So I can talk to that because I was a, a waiter at Steak and Shake. So when I first started as a server at Steak and Shake, the minimum wage was like $5.50. I, as a server, made $3. So you get paid $3 an hour because you're going to be making tips. And I guess they assume that off balances. but. Yeah. The, I don't know where the culture came. I feel like that's probably part of it because, well, like, I mean, it can't be a cult if it's not a cultural thing. If you're not getting paid the same as everyone else, <clears throat> that means it's 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 part of your it's part of your income. So it's like an expected thing. So I don't. I think it's a cultural thing, though. It's I, not why, cultural. Why it's why is it expected then? In because America, it, because why in America, when us, uh, the service people, the delivery drivers, the the servers, they don't get paid as much as the cooks because they people know they're getting tips. Yeah, but wouldn't that be a cultural thing then? That's an American culture because right. if you go to South Korea, they're all making be, the same. They're all making the same amount of money because they're yeah, not. Yeah, but that they're would not, not be a, that would be an economic thing then. It wouldn't be a cultural. 
Well, well I guess it is cultural. So, so our culture, think, the economic works as you get paid less because you're getting tips. But we would have to figure out what was first. Was it that uh, service industry management and stuff and like the companies decided that we we're going to pay these people less and then expect people to tip? Or was or, it servers were making the same as dishwashers, but then they started realizing that people were tipping? Like, right. where, why right. did it originate? And I don't know. I don't think it's strictly just here, like in America. I think there are other countries. Yeah, that I think tip, so too. But, but I don't. I just would like. I think that. I think it was it probably kinda, what you're talking about. You probably, it probably, we all probably did start off making the same, making the same, and then companies are like, well, they're getting paid extra than what we're getting paid because people are tipping them. Yeah, yeah. and but I'm sure that some there are probably <coughs> then some like, servers. Well, then they'll get paid less since right. they're getting tips. Yeah. It has to be a tax. It yeah, has to be the government. I don't know what. I'd oh, everything always boils down to, the, it boils down to. It boils down to. Yeah, it boils down to like everything always goes back to like government taxes, money, things like that. So they want to stick their hands in our pockets because they probably figure if we pay them less, but they're still making the same amount of money in cash, we can tax their tip money. Yeah, because <laughs> but you, also because pay the, them less. Right, because at the end, at the end of the night, you have to put in the amount of tips that you you got. Because like yeah. it's it's a tax it's a taxable thing. Nobody ever really puts in the the true amount that you got, but well, not in cash, but I mean more. more with your credit more, card, with your credit card tips, they are you have to, automatic. Yeah. Uh, I have so when but I was there, a, it's, there's a paper trail though. You say they're not automatic. They're, they they're, are. They are. Automatic. Yeah, right. So that's what I'm saying. So like the further on we get into the future and like technology and stuff, like I mean they have cards now for like PayPal, Venmo. Yeah. Like everything is so digitalized and on a card. Even that, you know, stashing some cash to the side saying, oh, I only made 30 bucks tonight. You made 60 bucks. Like, that doesn't even barely yeah. work anymore. I did that whenever I was a server. Um, I would only put – I would so I would put the amount of tips that I got all my credit cards because like, you can see it. And then I would add, like, 10 bucks to it. Like, like oh, man, I only made 10 bucks in cash. Yeah. Knowingly that I made over 100. In- so you're admittingly admit- – you're admitting right now that you lied and stole and uh, – you know, evade, yeah, said yeah, that evade air, bro. Wow, Kyle, that's, that's pretty bold of you. Sorry, I really but... hope the IRS isn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've got an attorney to my left. So. I don't, <laughs> yeah, and he looks like he's pretty mad that you just said that. <laughs> he's like, how am I going to get you out of this? I don't know. He needs 50 pro bono hours. So I think I need to know <laughs> why. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with I, I've always had this conversation, like this thought process of like if I agree with the tipping process and it being an expected thing because. I think then what happens is you get less quality people that do yeah. those jobs because right. you have waitresses or waiters, delivery drivers that, that yeah, do it people, with the expectation that no matter how yeah. I act or how I behave, it's expected that I will get a 20% tip. Yeah. And when I don't, I will go on social media or oh, yeah. and, and trash uh, people or even or approach people. Like, you know, like I've seen that. Like people are like, hey, why did you stiff me? Why did you not tip me? And it's like, whoa, dude, yeah. like chill. Like it's not my fault you're making less. I feel like if they just paid a flat rate and we got rid of the expectation to tip. Right. Yeah. Then you'd have people like, if a dish boy and a line cook and a server were making the same amount like from the start, I'll be working. Then they people would work with what they wanted to do. They wouldn't yeah. be driving after that, you know, that tip because that's why we have such terrible service in right. certain places. I feel like personally, I don't know. And they and people, the servers remember <laughs> you and they know and they're gonna treat you like crap if you like where say if you... say like one time you say you you truly like effed up and like. Okay, I didn't mean to not tip you as much, and then they're gonna remember that and be like, "Oh, this dickhead, oh, this, this asshole." And right you gotta here. think too that need... that uh, sales in the restaurant, um, and like just overall, like restaurant attendance or whatever you want to call it, but like it would be more 
if the expectation of a 20%, because I mean, if you go out to eat for like a $50 meal and you got to tip 20%, it's like, okay, I got to add another 10 bucks to that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, right. Whereas if you eliminated that, that expectation because the servers are being paid the same amount. Right. I feel like more people, I don't know. I mean, cause there are some people who like, that is a, that is a big thing. I mean, I notice it. Like I go out and that's like, okay, we're not getting sodas. We're getting water because that, you know, that'll tip. cover the tip. Right. right. So like you'd like, sell more of your product. You would sell. Like anytime I go somewhere that's not like, say we're going like, like not often, but we go to like Red Robin or Red Lobster or anywhere like that, like Olive Garden. You're getting waters because that tip is going to be high because your bill's high. You yeah, your bill's tip. high. You're getting waters. You're not getting an appetizer. You're not getting right. dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would sell more. I feel like restaurants would sell more product if the expectation of tipping wasn't there. Well, also, but it goes further than that. It goes to Uber drivers. It goes to hairdressers. It goes to, I got my windows tinted. That shit was like $300. And like on the little iPad, he turned around to me. There's a whole page as he like hands it to me and looks at me. Yeah. And it says... Would you like to add a tip to this? And then it gives you the amount. 10% yeah. is this. 15% right. is this. 20% is this. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I, I asked him straight up. I said, do people really tip for this? Like, do they tip? And he goes, it's about 70% tip. Like, that's about how many people do actually tip. And I was like, shit. So, like, because I felt uncomfortable not tipping because I'm face-to-face with someone who just provided me with the service. And for whatever reason in our culture, it's expected that you're going to pay for the service and then pay extra to the person who did it specifically. Yeah, so, I also purposely will get carry out so I don't have to right. get delivered. So you I'm, know what twenty percent of two hundred or three hundred dollars is, dude? That was sixty dollars. So I got, a, I got a question <laughs> for you guys. I got, I got a question for doing for you guys. your job. It took him two hours for doing your job. Oh my! You shouldn't God. be tipped for doing your job. I got a question for you guys. So if if you have a <laughs> if you have a family member as a who provides you with a service and there is a thing for a tip, do you tip? Said family member. Yes, because I did. I was jokingly not going to tip Randy one time, and he threw a fit. Well, I still had to drive to their house and deliver the pizza, man. What? Yes. I remember that, actually. Yes, that I happened. I didn't throw a fit. That was a joke. I was like, I'm not tipping you, dude. Just bring my pizza. And you're like, for real? I'm working, and I'm delivering the pizza. You're taking it up. I could have delivered to someone else who's going to tip. Yeah, you did say that. Well, I did say that because I could have. Because <laughs> I could have. How the fuck, dude? Because I'm like, all right, I'm delivering to my... Why do you think it makes a difference when a family member delivers? So. I- I'm still delivering your pizza. You should right. still... He's still working. He still needs that money. So why does it make a difference if a family member is delivering? Because you're my bro. Because we're, <laughs> we're family. You should have like a, like a no, family discount. I really haven't ever been... I've never been in that. I mean, other than like Brandon one time, but I still tipped you well. So, I tipped you well, Brandon. Well, let's, let's, let's switch the subject. Let's say... Let's say Brandon is a doctor and he treated you because he was sick. You wouldn't pay medical bills. Was oh, it no. a house call? Was, huh? was it he, a house call? Did, did I just co- like call him up and he came over? No, or did no, I go? No, you, you went to the hospital. Oh, yeah. Then I would feel obligated because I understand that part of my hospital bill is going to the hospital, the medications used, the tests ran. I so, wouldn't be happy about paying my actual doctor fee, but. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I think it. I guess it's because I put uh, the. Let, let, me, let me change. Let me let me give you another example. Let's say he's a, a mechanic. Okay. And you went to his shop because you needed your car repaired. Does it make a difference? Are you gonna pay him? But that, it's hard to compare those two things because I don't tip my mechanic and I don't tip my doctor. Like so, looking at like I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna pay for the pizza. I'm gonna pay the delivery fee, which they already add on to it. Which I, which, which I don't get. Right. I don't get At that food. place, you don't get. There are pizza places. So yeah. that's another thing. So why, are, why am I paying a $3.50 delivery fee and it's not going to the person delivering So at Cecil Whitaker's, I got... In I, their own vehicle. I got I got my delivery fee. So the three fifty I got. That was... So I, I pocketed t- the If he was a mechanic, it's like... I mean, t- I would pay for the service. But isn't right. tipping part of the payment? Because you, you say delivery fee. 
delivery fee you're really not paying for the pizza it's just delivery right so okay. so they, but they so charge on an extra 350 so you're more willing of accepting of other charges as long as it's not tipping <laughs> because <laughs> because from your example i'm not accepting of it i am not accepting <laughs> yeah because from your example you're like oh i'm paying for delivery fee which is already included in the price blah yeah, blah, yeah. blah except when it's tipping which what's the difference between the delivery fee and the, the price you pay for the actual pizza and the tipping, because that's all cost. It all goes right. into your pizza ending up on your dinner table. I get that. And I think one if, I, if I actually had to pick one of the things I was least agree in agreement with, it would be the delivery fee because the driver's not getting it. Right. The tip, I understand. I, I, I understand why you're tipping because he's making less. In Kyle's situation, he made $0 an hour. They didn't even pay him an hourly wage, right? Unless you were in the store. Right. So, like, in that situation, I get, okay, you're making less or nothing. You're literally paycheck depends on the tip. The delivery fee, though, just goes to what? Papa to John's? To the store. Do they it just, just go, get it? It just goes to the store. You don't get a percentage of it, or that doesn't go towards gas or anything like that? So, so this is, this is the, I think this is the part of the struggle that everyone goes with, I think, especially with the, the, I, have we, have we, um. Have we established that tipping is a culture? Let's just go that it's a culture. Okay? Right. Okay. Let's, I know some people disagree and that's okay. But for now, for purposes of this discussion, we're just going to go tipping is a culture. Okay. So I think this what we just had here, okay, and what I heard from you, Ben, it seems like, to me at least, this is the struggle that everyday people have with the tipping situation. So now that we understand, you know, people do not... Kyle here was not making any money. He relied completely on tipping. Right. And uh, and people get paid less than what they should be paid because, oh, they're going to make tip. Whether or not they actually make enough to cover it, or maybe they do and it covers more, or maybe it completely does not. Right. So what do you think is the best solution? Is it should we hold these companies uh, uh, responsible to paying everyone the minimum wage, whether or not they get tips? Yes. Or... I think, what, what 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 do you think? Because what we just had here, I think, is a struggle with everyone when it comes right. to tipping. Because it really comes down to, I if you don't tip, then you're a crappy human being. Right. I mean, you that know, is the way you're viewed. It's sure. Essentially, shames you. Yes. Right. Culturally, we which is why you're guilted into yeah, it. Yeah, you get guilted into the guilted. Is that a word? Guilted. Yeah, yeah. Guilted is yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you get guilted into it. So you you do it primarily because you think this is what a decent human being would do, right? Right. And you do it even if you don't agree with it. Yeah. So even if it was completely terrible, you didn't get your food was cold, you didn't get your drinks refilled, they're looking at you poorly, or your Uber driver's doing seventy five and a fifty, or your hairstylist gave you a haircut like Brandon's a couple weeks ago, <laughs> you still feel obligated to tip because if you don't, you feel like that would be embarrassing. You would be embarrassed if you I don't tip you extra for your service. So what's the solution? What do we do? I what do like, they do in other countries? I feel like it's just a flat rate. I'm, I'm assuming you get paid that they you do your job for. You just they, get paid. Right. They just get paid a flat rate. I mean, I know like there are places they get paid less regardless, but like, you know, like I was like poorer countries or like China or something like you're getting paid like 50 cents an hour or whatever the hell it might be. But like, does everybody make that? You know what I'm saying? Right. I think I think is that's, it a universal thing? So like at Red best, Robin, everybody like you know you start out whether no matter that's why I'm that's what my personally I think that would solve I think that would bring in more business I think that would sell more products and I think it would provide more quality service because yeah. people would choose to do service because they wanted to not because they thought they'd make more money as right. servers and or I, tips. Right. I, I I agree with you on that one 100. percent I think that it needs to be a flat rate. <clears throat> 
payment for the people no matter what no matter what the job is. I think it needs to be X amount of dollars. That's but it. I still think you should get raises. Like for as right. long as you're there, yes. you should still get raised. Oh, I just right. mean like entry level. I mean yeah, like entry, you know like, like on your start like starting. So like someone's gonna get cook. paid more, but like if you're there longer, you should get paid right. more. Yeah. and I think it should be based on quality as well. So I think like right. your point yeah. system for driving. I think is if drivers make the same amount as people who are making the pizza, the people who make the pizza have a rating system of some sort. The drivers, as you already have explained, have a rating system based on speed, safety, and uh, acceleration, deceleration. And those people who maintain that quality, mm-hmm. that's when the raises come. Not off longevity, because yeah. I can be a shitty employee for six months and get a raise. That still doesn't. I does that mean I deserve it though? So is is this like a, so is this a government thing or is this like private companies thing? Because at the end of the day, uh, it's, so like should we have these companies? Let's say. Papa John's, right? Is that where you work? I'm not going to try and burn your work. I know you still need that money. Right? Let's say Domino's, right? Okay. Nobody works at Domino's here? Nope. nope. Okay, good. You're good. No. So let's say, should we call Domino's and say, hey, we need, we need you or we need you to stop paying your employees the amount that you're supposed to be paying them so they don't have to rely on tipping or should we call our local representative and say hey we need a legislation i, think, I don't know you can't I, do that i mean i feel like wouldn't that be the mo- most beneficial because then that would put an umbrella on all companies yeah. within a certain i think you would need district. more of a, a movement right because not only have to get companies on board but you need to make sure everyone knows that tipping is not necessary anymore right now you, but need, see, to like you need to change servers, the whole culture of it servers drivers hair so- i mean every employee who <clears> depends <throat> on tips though would be against it because they want tips because they essentially are making more money. No tips will give you without more having money. to do quality yeah, work yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's right. expected in this country. I mean, it's like one of the only things to where like, no matter what I do or how I act, I am going to get cash from you as a tip because right. in this country and you know in our culture or whatever you want to call it, it's expected that you're going to do that. And if you don't, you will feel embarrassed and shamed because you didn't do it. You know, the in the profession that I'm going to go into, there's not tipping. So like people won't tip me for what I do, like I just get yeah. paid. Yeah, but you yeah. get paid a lot. Yeah, they, you like, get paid for I, nobody like has any money to tip you after you come and you like flip what a switch on air conditioner. What profession is that? Heating and cooling. For, do do people who are listening know what you're doing? Yeah, so heating and cooling. So I go into uh, I'm I'm a <laughs> student right now and uh, ranking for HVAC. So. So is it so? The, this is another thing. I guess I'm just gonna switch gears if everyone is cool with that. Yeah, absolutely. So does uh. So the, the, the hottest new thing, which is it, it's not being talked about a whole lot, is uh, jobs like what Kyle is trying to do, electrician. There's not a yeah, whole trades. lot of people. Yeah, yeah, trade jobs, mechanics. Uh-huh. People of our age don't do it anymore. Right. When I say our age, Brian and I are 27. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm 29. Like, yeah, so 25, okay, 26. so we're, we're basically, Almost. you know, people of our age don't do that anymore. Yeah. What, what do you think is the reason? Is it like, are we more opting for college and liberal arts degrees than we do trade schools and but it's and what not do our you fault. think is no but what do, what do you think causes that and and what do you think is the implication of that i think people don't want to work i don't so i feel like generations underneath us pushed us to college yes exactly push, no not underneath us above us above yeah. us pushed the us boomers. to college yeah. okay right. boomer pushed boomers us, pushed us into going to pushed college pushed us into going to college getting us in terrible crippling right. debt but I think generations underneath us now are afraid of doing the 
of the world. I guess I guess afraid of doing the work. <clears throat> That's why the trade schools. Well, because now people well, are. Not, yeah, it, it's gone through a weird transition where it was like the people are our older people who are above us, like our parents who are in their forties and fifties, like. That was it. Like, you, like trades. I don't think we're paying like what they're paying. Right, now. So it was kind of right. like you go to college because you know the percentage of people job. that go to co- or they go to college and you make this much more money than if you right. don't go to college. But now trades are in such a printed that on us. Trades are in such a need. They do pay them. Oh time yeah. To make it appealing. And you right. might work. And that's because the thing. You'll work more and you'll work harder. Probably. Like I feel yeah. like as a heating and cooling as a plumber. I mean, a lot of plumbers can be on call for twenty four hours yeah, at a time. You're, you're going to be working hard. You're going to be working later and weird collar, hours and yeah, blue exactly. collar work. But you're making good money doing it, yeah. right? So, so is it is it a, a financially sound decision? Say a college, per, a person who holds a, a liberal arts degree right now is it a financially sound decision to say you know what I'm going to go to a trade school? Because I went to Kyle. I went with Kyle in college. Right. You know. But he's now going to trade school. Well, he so didn't. I mean, he only went a little. I mean, he didn't go the whole. Yeah, I didn't graduate. So I, I dropped out, went into the army. And uh, so what you're asking, though, is like if you go to college for fin- four years and get your degree, so you have the four years of student debt, is it still a, a financially sound thing to go back to a trade school and learn a trade? Yeah, is it, is it currently a financially sound decision to say, you know what? I'm gonna go to trade school because this Depend, is where the money is. I think it kind of depends on what you're. Because let's say you went to you went to university and you got a degree in business. So then you go to trade school and you learn a trade, plumbing. Let's just use that as an example. So you have a business degree and then you go to your trade school, which can be like what is yours? Like a year and a yeah. half or something. Yeah. So it's you go to trade semesters. school for so. four semesters, a year and a half or whatever, <clears throat> and then now you are certified in plumbing and a business degree. So then with that, I feel like then you could start your own. You can start your own business, right? Right, your own business. So you have that business background, the business degree to back up that side of things, but also you know the craft and the trade that you are creating. It's hard to say because, like, it just kind of depends on how much debt you want to go into or how much debt you have. Yeah, which you know? is exactly, I think, what the really big issue here because, like, I don't know how real this is, but I every pretty much everyone I know is struggling with student debt. Like, yes. it's literally termed a national crisis. Yes. Yep. You know, so that's, I mean, that's the price of a liberal arts degree at this moment, you know, and right. it's like, how do you dig yourself out of it? You know, right. what's the, what's the and escape I, route? I know people who go to the liberal arts and get the liberal arts college and get the degree and then don't go to work in their degree. Well, your like, wife. Like, my wife's the perfect example. She went and got a psychology degree and it was because her, her parents pushed her to go to college, pushed her to go to college. Like, you need to go to a four-year university. You need to do this. You need to do this. And once she got out, she's not using her psych major anymore. So she's not even she's not even doing anything in psychology. So she basically has a degree, spent all that time, energy, effort, money, and she's in so much student loan debt, and ha- and she's not even doing anything with that. No, and I think that it, there's a majority of people yeah. that, that, and the, that does. And the crappy part about the student loan debt, too, is like you'll pay and pay and pay, and at the end of the year when they capitalize your interest, you got nothing. Yeah. It's like you paid nothing. Oh, I've been paying. Right. I've been paying not, for seven years now, and I think I paid out of my thirty thousand dollars. I paid like four thousand dollars in seven years off of because of because of interest, interest and, and because the also capitalization you pay, you know, of interest going amount. back into your account. Yeah, it's like student loans are set. Up, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. I don't know if maybe it wasn't always this way because I feel like if it was as bad as it is now, like you said, it's labeled a national crisis. Why would our the generation above us, our parents, push us to do such a thing that would put us all in that position. Well, I, and that's that's a good question. But at the same time, you have to. I mean, at, at, that's a very good question. I I have to acknowledge that it's a it's a very very uh, logically sound question. But at the same time, 
it's already happened, right? We're right. already in the middle of it right yeah. now as, right. as we speak. You know, the problem is real and it exists and it hurts a lot of people. I mean, it's literally the topic of the presidential debate, really. They, this, it's a topic that last debate, this wasn't an issue. Last debate was more about immigration and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now people are talking about debt, like student debt is right. a problem, yeah. you know? And I'm thinking, you know, like it's a, it's, I mean, at some point, it's already our problem. It's already our problem. And I'm thinking we either find a solution or it's kind of like a monster that's going to have, I mean, we're, we're going to be in it for a long time. Right. And it's affecting everything. It's affecting our it's economy affecting, because there's people yeah. who, I mean, I have someone, uh, an employee or a coworker at work who the reason she did not move out of her parents' house yet and go into an apartment is because she's paying like $500 a month in student loans and she can't afford to do that yeah so you think you got all these people who even once they get into there i mean how many teachers do you think there are that have their teaching degrees from going to school and have second jobs brand's delivering pizzas and he has a teaching degree you went to university you got your degree you got your career in your degree and you're still delivering pizzas to you that know help. yeah <laughs> so i mean it is i think it is a problem but what <clears throat> what is a solution and i thing, mean is it a solution the, just the, to say oh loan forgiveness we're dropping i mean how much student loan debt the, is there in the our country thing, and the thing is a lot. You go right. to, you go to university, you go do these four years, and you get out into the job. You're looking for a job, job force. How long did it take you to actually get a teaching job? Well, but it's different now. And education is different because okay, in education, in education whenever I did it seven anything, years ago when I graduated, <laughs> I did not. I mean, I, this is my third year teaching, so it took anything, me four years to anything, get a, a, a teaching job. If anything, you can't find a job right out of college anymore because one, you all, all companies they want experience. Yeah. But they want you to go to a four year college. They want experience, but millennials this is the biggest problem with millennials right now it's like they don't you you push us to go to college and then you we got to find a job to pay for college pay for these student loans yeah because we're in crippling debt and then we can't find a job because all the people want experience which we don't have because we just got out of college and now we're thrown with thirty thousand dollars of student loan debt along and I, with trying to live and eat and and i feel like it goes <laughs> even deeper because like why do we go to, what is it that makes us go to college or go to trade school or do any of those things? It is the pressure of success, right? Our parents are that generation above us felt like success was going to college, getting a degree and then getting a career based off that degree. That was what success was. So that way by 27, 28, 29, we are in our careers, right? So in our twenties, we're expected to graduate from college, get a career, most cases start a family like that. I feel like that is a cultural thing. That's the American culture of the American dream. <clears throat> when really you spend your 20, I feel like the ideal thing to do would be spend your twenties, not buying the houses, buying the cars, starting the families, spending the money on the student loan debts. Like, I feel like that's what it all goes back to ultimately is that, that drive to, or the, uh, the pressure of success. Because if somebody came to an 18 year old and said, Hey, you want to go $80,000 in debt and then spend four years after that trying to get experience and pay money to make ends meet just to have to then get a career to then pay that back to where you're not making money. I feel like if it was prefaced that way, who would do it? Right. Same as like recruiters. Military recruiters come to high school. It's like, oh, yeah, we can go to foreign countries and drive all these cars and they jump lie. out of helicopters and airplanes and there's women and there's money. You get signing bonuses. All you got to do is come sign up. You get $7,000. Like they, it's called, it's like, it's a trap. Right. I, uh, I got offered a signing bonus and then the day that I went to go sign up or like to, to finally sign on the dotted line, my signing bonus went away. So yeah. it's <laughs> all, it's all a trap. I think the whole like system, just... the whole system is a trap and it's all set up 
not to fail. I don't think it's failing. I think it's struggling. Like you said, it's struggling. I don't think it is failing. I think that, you know, obviously college is important because there are jobs that require that. Your guys' college experience is a lot different than mine. Mine felt like a money grab. I don't really know any other way to explain it other than that because, like, I basically paid money over a span of four years for a degree to get a career that my college experience didn't really provide me any experience in. Right. I don't know. Maybe yours was different. Did you, I mean, were you given experience from your college towards anything that was related to law other than classes? Uh, I mean, for me, it was a little different. Uh, I mean, I, I could, I, I did take a pre-law classes, so that made a difference, at least for me. But you, that, the, the experience there does not necessarily translate in real life. You right. know, it's a, it's more of a theoretical things and stuff like that. You know, so yeah, it, it's not, and you can't even call it an experience. It's just more like learning mm-hmm. what what the hell this is, this thing is. You know, yeah. how to think and how to process that information. You know, I think going to law school though is different because that's a specialized school. Yeah. Just and that's, for I mean, law. And I think that's the same way with trade schools because like trade schools, I have hands-on experience with problems that I'm going to run into. On the daily, on the on the job. Right, trade so, schools are 100 percent different because so like, you literally I'll, are learning right. what you're doing. Sure. I will go like today. I went in. Well, I not today. So yesterday, I went in and I hooked up a compressor and I I diagnosed what's wrong with the compressor. Like I'm gonna have to go and do that on a daily job, like daily on my job. I'm gonna have to walk in and see what a. What's I guess wrong I, I'm just more mean because I only have experience in the field of education. So. Do I feel like my four years of college was worth it? Or do I feel like if you treated education more like a trade and you went and you had a year of figuring out the basics and then, I mean, my student teaching, they it's like your experience is student teaching. So in a span of 16 weeks, you're in a classroom. The last 16 weeks of your college career, you're in a classroom. The first four weeks of those of each eight-week session, you're observing, note-taking, lesson planning, attending conferences, then the last four weeks, you're teaching. So really, eight weeks total out of four years of college, I was actually getting on-job experience. So it was a money grab. It was pay us so you can take these classes. I mean, classes that... So you can pay to take a test to get a certification. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Well, yeah, because I got that. I got a certification, and then two years later, I went and I took a test to get a different certification, and since I already had a degree, I was able to do that. I paid the money. I took the test. All of a sudden, I have another certification, and I could just do that with a bunch of things. something you didn't go to school for. No. I didn't even go to school for it. We went to to school for elementary education. General education. General education, and then we go into into SPED and take the SPED certification, and now we're certified in SPED, so we're SPED teachers. So it's like we go to, yeah, exactly. We go to school for, that's like you going to school for heating and cooling and then someone coming along and offering like, I mean like, okay, let's say you go to school for like residential heating and cooling. (laughs) Okay. And then all of a sudden, uh, Scott Trade Center or whatever it's called, Enterprise Center calls you up and says, hey, we need a technician on staff for, you know, ginormous, like, uh, what is it? Like a commercial. Take this test and then you can do. (laughs) So if you can just take a test saying that you know what air conditioning is, then you can come work on these giant units that are kind of the same, but also very different. And then all you did was take a test and they hired you. Right. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I went to school for general education first through sixth grade and now I took a test and I am special ed certified K through 12. And now educators aren't just educating. We don't, there's not a day where you're just educating. You gotta be, is you're, you're educating and then you're, you're basically, you're basically a psychiatrist. You're basically dealing with mental issues. You're dealing with mental 
yeah. mental stuff, mental health mental health you're dealing with with all kinds of stuff not just teaching anymore teaching right. is not just teaching nobody but you would not get this experience and i mean i have to i have to just assume that you know even being an attorney in law like you're not getting the experience are you arguing the experience now that you did not get in college and the experience you're getting now is more great uh impactful for your career yeah it is i mean i mean at the end of the day like the type of work that i do you just have to be doing it mm-hmm. there isn't any other way to get an experience you know outside so of what that's got to be why people are because i think that people our age millennials would not be as upset with the student loan debt that they're in if they felt that it was more impactful and it was the reason that they are in the careers that they have or the reason that they're successful in the careers that they have so the word I'm, I'm getting, so I guess the word to the wise is think really hard before you go to college. What you want to do. Yeah, yeah, but right. then you're expected may, to go at 18. Who's thinking really hard at 18? I mean, not that I'm downplaying does, college, does, but... Those people. When you I win... Mean, oh, yeah, I'm sure. But You know, I mean, at, at 18, you're very competent to do a lot of things. So I literally moved... If you, to another country. <laughs> yes, you're not. You're, the, you're, you're not the. You're not the best guest to, right. to relate right. it to because so, I know a lot of 18 year olds that did not do that. Brandon and Kyle. Right. Were let's let's go. Let's go. Me at 18. Right. Do you think I was thinking competence? No, you were thinking fraternity, <laughs> booze, booze, women, drugs, drugs. Like you were thinking like the college experience. Hell yeah. I, I, watched, a lot of, I think a I lot of people so many, I watched so many movies on, on college. That's but. what it's commercial. That's what it's like uh, uh, advertised as, the college life. Like it's advertised as, yeah, sure, there's classes and that stuff. There's also kegers and raves right. and women <laughs> and drugs and alcohol, no consequences. Come do it. After these four years, you'll never be able to experience this shit again. Like maybe yeah. it wasn't advertised to you that way, but yeah, no, that see, is, like, you know? I, I don't relate to much of that impulse. And, and I think Brendan can tell you here, you know, I, I think it's, I guess it's just it's just a a, a different um, to me it does an element of a lot of uh, personal responsibility yeah. that come into it. Um, I knew I wanted to go to college. I specifically wanted to go to college, and I pursued computer science degree. You know, I can program. You know, and I'm grateful for it. it's a kind of a backup career for me. And I specifically wanted it that way, yeah. right? And, and I, and I went to college and I did that, you know, and it was awesome. And I willfully chose to do that because I knew what I wanted. I mean, I never had my, in fact, my parents wanted me to not leave where I was, right? you know, but I'm like, I'm 18. Uh, so was some, your, was your plan like growing up that you wanted to come to America and go to college or what is it advertised as, what is college life in America advertised like? It, no, but nobody advertises it, you know, you, nobody I mean, at least where I'm from, it's not a thing. Like, nobody's like... So what gave you that impulse to do it? I I just wanted a sense of adventure. I wanted to go somewhere else other than where I was. Uh, Kind of the the funny saying, you know, if you don't like where you are, you're not a tree move, you know. I didn't think I was happy where I was, and I moved. I like that, actually. You know? I don't think... To be honest with you, I don't think I've ever heard that. No, I I I actually like that phrase. I I like that. So, yeah. So, and and that's the thing. You know, I just... I'm like, you know, I'm actually... I was 17 years old, and I'm like, you know... uh, I'm a man. I can can do what I want. I kind of have the rest of my life ahead of me. You know, I'm going to go to college somewhere where there aren't my my parents, right? With my bare hands. Because... (laughs) It, it kind of gave me a, a sense of freedom, a sense of adventure. Uh, I wanted to be somewhere where 
uh, I'm on my own and see what I can do when I'm alone, you know, kind of a thing, you know, without having my parents uh, watch over me, you sure. know, because I I fully believed in what I, I, I can do and, and, and the things I wanted to do. And I wanted to see if I could do that unsupervised and then. And it ended up working out very and well for me. And I think that that is a similar thought process to like what American 18-year-olds feel too. In the sense of the supervision, the adult, the parents watching over us, that kind of thing. But instead, whereas we are more, I don't know, like what, privileged or, you yeah, know, it, it is advertised as partying like college is advertised as partying it is like there's not movies about someone who went to college and you know studied and got good grades and did really well and got a degree and was successful like college movies are about that i mean you have you know yeah drinking and i mean even old school you know 40 year old men coming here and starting fraternities and you know what i'm saying <laughs> right. like it's like all there's all kinds of that that is is advertised that's the number one reason why i didn't go away because i thought waste of money to party that's basically what you're doing um so I think your motivations were different. You were yeah. motivated. You were motivated to come here and be successful. True. And you know, like, <laughs> and and to be honest with you, like, and I think Brandon here could could call me out. Y- yeah, I did. You know, even in college, I was very cautious, really, about the potting aspect of that. You know, I never wanted to kind of like make it my thing. You know, like you know, potting, and I I more concentrated on academics. You know. To whereas like Dara, who came from another country as well. Yeah, from stories then, I've heard, Dara then, was all about partying. And, yeah, but then Jeffrey met me, and, and then I met, the rest is history. And even even when I met Brendan, I always just hung out with Brendan, uh-huh. to be completely honest. So you guys didn't meet when you first, because you graduated together, right? We graduated together. But when when we became friends, I hung out way more with him than I hung out with anybody else, honestly. you yeah. know, Because it's just like I prefer a smaller circle, because... The people you hang out with do actually influence yeah. how you think and the things you do. And, and Brendan was just kind of my person because I could, because his personality was more laid back and I'm not a laid back person. No, you know, for high the, strong. For the, yeah, I'm very high strong. Oh, yeah. You know, and. Oh, and Brandon doesn't give a fuck about him. And Brandon is just. He's, he's way too relaxed, and I'm like, this is perfect. <laughs> because it's way just like, relaxed. he's just, he's so chill, and he's just like, you know, I'm like, I need that. I need that. And so I kind of lived through him, you know, because to me, everything was just such a big deal, and Brandon is like, eh. Nah, <laughs> yeah, and I would know when Jeffrey was getting anxious i'd be like all right let's go back to let's go let's go back and just do, well i was just saying the same go. aspect you probably grounded him a little bit too because if without somebody there to balance that out to where you'd recognize yeah. like oh he's feeling anxious or oh this might not be the best situation because look how he's yeah. reacting to it it's he like we usually most of the times we would go to these these mixers or whatever and then me and jeff would be like all right, let's just go back to my apartment and <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll drink. We'll drink and watch Drunk History. And, you, and that, it, was like, more, it was more, for us. It was more fun that way. And I think it was. It was kind of one of those things where it's just like, what a tremendous luck to have uh, ever run into a person who just fits into your, like a complete polar opposite. Yeah. Right. Because you know, literally looking at you two like, side by side. Like literally, I am a tiny human being and he's a big guy. Uh-huh. You know, and he, I am high strung and everything is a big deal i'm thinking 10 years from now and it's like well we could eat ramen tonight (laughs) 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 and it's just like it it just kind of like it balanced very well for us and and, and to to be honest with you i think it 
if I think back to college, some of the best memories, literally to this day, the best memories I've made was with Brendan, you know, and it could be like completely just sitting at home. Yeah. Like, just or just saying stupid things to each other. Like to me, that was fun because if I don't have that, the rest is just sucked. Yeah. You know, it's because you know, it's just too much, even for me, yeah. you know, and I realized that. <laughs> That's why I married my wife. She's the uh, polar opposite than I am. So yeah, and, and, she's, and I think it she's works. my she's my brain in to you. She, <laughs> she's my brain. She's my brain. She's not gonna appreciate you saying that at all. <laughs> well, then she's my she's my polar opposite. Am I wrong though? No, you saying she's my Brandon. You comparing her to Brandon. She's no, not I, gonna be happy about to the Brandon of Jeffrey though. You know. <laughs> but yeah, you so. are the Brandon to my Jeffrey. Right? <laughs> are you the Jeffrey? Or I don't know. Someone. Something like that, you know. I think it, it <laughs> I'm, not is, good, I'm, not, I'm not good with the words, but <laughs> it is good on both ways. And I think that uh, you and Amanda are probably relate more because she's a little more high strung. She's always thinking about the future. She does get anxious, and she's perfectly chill, just sitting at home and doing and nothing, dude. So <laughs> I think that's probably good. I don't know. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that Brandon had some yeah, positive influence and some motivator oh, there. You know, and and that's the yeah. thing to like. And and here's a okay. So. Okay, I, I came here specifically for Brandon because, you know, I, I flew this way because, I you know, I, he's had a baby and I haven't had a chance to see him. And I'm just going to say he's a tremendous human being. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, even though in college I did, you know, I, I did a lot of things and I, and I think I, you know, I, I was a good college kid. And so was he, you know, it's just that the, there was so much I learned from Brandon and one that was specifically... One of the things, and I remember this was, and it was like three in the morning. I, I guess we just couldn't Oh, God, sleep. nothing happens good at three in the morning. <laughs> we just couldn't sleep, and we decided to go eat pizza. Fuck yeah. I don't know why, but we did. <laughs> I and got, then on our what do you mean you don't know why? He still does that shit. He's so in the morning. <laughs> what are we going to do? Pizza, pizza run. And, what do you think we're doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I come back for the memories, right? And I remember at that point... He was very frustrated because he wasn't getting else much time playing in the football, right? Right. Oh, okay. he, he played football. And yeah. I remember him being frustrated. And I remember that was the first time. I remember specifically that Brandon expressed some form of frustration to something. Oh, Beca- wow. And I'm like, he really cares. And then like he had been saying that. I just never listened because it's, it's an unusual sure. thing when someone who is usually strong finally says like, this really bothers me, uh-huh. you know. So you hear and like, oh, he's, it's just a random comment, and then I'm like, he said the same last week. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, so okay, this really is. This really on. bothers him. Hmm. But the thing that impressed me is that Brandon showed up, though. He showed up oh. on time. Yes. And he every time. And and that's the thing. Like I think the the most impressive thing is like, Brandon shows up. We used to do what was called uh, MT time, which was mental toughness time. And, uh, in football? In football. Okay. Yeah. And so a lot of times we had a hill at CMU and it was, <laughs> it was, it was, <laughs> it was a pretty, it was a pretty decent hill and it sucked <laughs> to run on, but no matter how much, how it didn't matter how many hills we ran, it didn't matter what we did, Brandon trucked along. Like, yeah, he was the last one to finish. But well, he did it. But he, he did, did it. it. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't let one go. How does that build mental toughness? That your your mental toughness time is running up a hill, yeah. So like you don't quit on yourself. You don't quit on yourself. You do, yeah. you do it several times over and over um, and but over. But on Brandon's integrity, puking is on, a badge of honor. On Brandon's oh, integrity, um, back whenever he was a child, I have just a story to bring up because I want to clear the air. I want to clear my name on this. 
Um, we got told off the air yes, uh, last. No, 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 it was off the air for a reason. Don't even. Yeah, bring what? It up. Why would you bring something up? Because I, the I didn't, only reason Brandon no, don't, specifically no, no. didn't bring I said it up. Off the air for a reason. Do not say it on the air. You can bring up. Bring up the story about how you tried to kill him with a knife and then climbed out the fire escape ladder and ran away. And <laughs> I did try to bring that. So, what, I don't know, what did Brandon that's even not, do? That's not integrity. What no, that's not integrity that, at all. But that shows his lack of integrity. <laughs> lack of empathy, really, I guess. He was willing to stab you with a steak knife. I right. Know. I don't even know what you did, to be honest with you. I Probably some dumb shit, dude. You guys always did that kind of I was stuff. I annoying you, pissing you off. I don't know. But yeah, so I the, think Brandon, Brandon is that guy, Jeffrey. You're right. He does always come through. It, it's insane. It really does. It, it and I, I applauded Brandon back in college whenever he did this, and I applaud him now that he just doesn't. I mean, he he just doesn't give up, and it's just like one of those things. Like no matter no matter what the uh, circumstances are, he's just gonna push through it. I just want to go off topic real quick. Did somebody shave a patch in your arm? No, dude, I got that on both sides. Bro. <laughs> like, did somebody just so like? Dude, now you're making yourself conscious. Please. <laughs> It's always like that. I got a spot on my ankle too. That's bald, man. I know. And you know, remember back in the day when you used to think that somebody yes. would shave, Bob? What if one of the brothers are shaving my leg every I'm night? I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of it, Mom. Oh shit! Wow, that was a real. We got real deep on this, this yeah. podcast. Thanks, yeah. Jeffrey, for bringing yeah, in that enlightening, absolutely. enlightening conversations. No, uh, but I mean, by the way, to if anybody's listening, the the two brothers are also very wonderful people. You know, I just didn't know them as much as I knew Brandon. So, thanks. You know, I am biased, and that's okay. <laughs> oh yeah, you can be biased. I didn't know college. Brand- I knew college Brandon first year. I don't know when you. I don't know if you guys became French fr- Brandon's freshman year. Probably not, because you wouldn't have. You would not have liked Brandon freshman year. That's the closest I have ever came to getting in a fist fight with Brandon, when he first joined the fraternity, and he came home and he had. Pudge and find out. <laughs> and like, <with> all- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, he had these short shorts on, a tank top, walking around with a paddle, spinning it around. He had his haircut that he was trying to be Macklemore. I don't know what. Dude's lingo was crazy. He was, thought, he was like fuck, puffing up. I'll fucking pledge to find out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Pledge to find oh, out. Bring we got on that burger. Pledge to find out, bitch. Like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> Just trying to ask you what's going on there. I'll brain dry right now, bitch. Oh you want this fucking paddle? You want this fucking paddle? I got this paddle in my asshole right now, bro. <laughs> and then I feel like the summer after freshman year, he kind of came back to normal, you know, kind of, I was like, dude, I'm glad that's over. But then he kind of got serious more about college and less about that fraternity stuff sophomore year, so. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a tip, this is a typical brother relationship. <laughs> is it? I fucking know. I mean, it, and each relationship is unique, you know? Like, yeah. you guys' brother's relationship isn't the same as me and my brother, and it isn't the same as anybody else's with their brother. So it's it's slightly different, you know? But it's like, it's it, there's a common denominator. It's just like... I remember this one time you did this to me, you know, <laughs> and and that's the thing. Like I remember. Oh yeah, Brendan. Because uh, this year was the first time I saw my brother. When I graduated, I saw my brother for the first time. <laughs> Is he older eight, or younger? Younger. Okay. I'm the oldest, and I saw him for the first time in eight years. Oh wow. And I'm like, oh man, and and I'm and and I and I'm like going to the airport and I'm to go see him. Um, and I'm like, oh man. I feel bad all those pranks I pulled on him. I was so bad. I did this and that. How much and younger is he? He's uh, he's five years younger than I am. Okay. And he's five years older than our sister, who was the last born. Okay. And, you know, I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe all these pranks I did and all that. And then, 
and then he says one word to me and i'm like now i know why i uh-huh. did those things it's like <laughs> oh now like, i remember it's like all oh, the memories came flushing You're like uh-huh i remember how much i do not like you sometimes <laughs> so, i do feel like no matter how much time goes by as soon as you start talking like that yeah, all it, hits it, you. It, it, it goes back so that's why i'm like you know what this is a very typical brotherly relationship like you have memories of some things uh-huh. going pretty horrible like when you were little, you, you know, accidentally hit them. Oh, intentionally. Uh-huh. And they scream so loud and you're trying You gotta to... cover their mouth and like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> it was an accident. You don't remember all the good times, though. You don't remember the times that I had your back on stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, like those oh, things yeah. are just kind of like, uh, yeah, sure, you did that too. <laughs> so, yeah, this is this is typical. So, I think... It's are you the only one from your family that lives here in yes. America? Yes. Yes. Do they yeah, all my, still my, live? Yeah, my brother and my sister are back. Home. My brother is going to law school, uh, so he wants uh, to be a lawyer. To uh, my sister wants to be a medical doctor. So I'm trying to see if I can get her to come uh, to med school. Oh yeah, America. cool. She came here. In That's a successful family you got there. That's good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, she uh, she came uh, in January in Michigan and she did not like the cold, so she has this apprehension that the United oh, States. Oh gosh, yeah, I would not go to Michigan. My, right. would not be my first place to go. I so don't know. she has this idea that the United States is eternally cold. Oh <laughs> yeah, like... no. So I'm, I'm still working. So we'll see how it goes. She's pretty. Uh, she's a. She has a strong personality. So she's. I'm pretty sure if she doesn't want to come here, she just wouldn't. Yeah. No matter what I do, but I hope she. Uh, she sees that. Well, so yeah. You shouldn't have brought to Michigan first. Come on. I know. <laughs> yeah. So... yeah. At least bring to Missouri. <laughs> I mean, like Michigan's got to be like the bottom five states to bring somebody that you're trying to talk into moving to. Michigan America. is actually very beautiful in the summer. I mean, it's just the <laughs> the winters are pretty brutal. Yeah. You know, but it's it's. It's a, it's a wonderful state. I mean, you guys, you know, you should visit, you know. I'm just saying, I'd, I'd extend Maybe. an offer. Yeah. yeah. I'd have to visit. visit. I've been. It's pretty nice. We went so to so Mackinac. What are, you guys, what are you two doing? I don't know. He's making fun of my haircut still. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just real curious what the side conversation was between you two. I don't two know, because he was, he was trying to be funny, and then I told him his hair looks like shit, and now he's making fun of me. Yeah, it looks fine. My hair looks like shit. Yours is yours is a, yours needs to be touched up a little bit. But his looks I good. need a haircut. He looks like he I just got, got one. one. I just got a haircut today. Actually, this is look good. Ten dollars. I was like, cool. It was ten dollars. I got Mine a haircut was... for ten bucks. Did you have the tip? I did. It's See, <laughs> that's that shit. Bring it full ben, circle. Ben, all right. That's all right. that's what I was talking about. The family. That's what I was talking about. The family member. Family member cut my hair. Yeah. How did? How much do you tip? At, at that point, you know. Right, right, right. But I, mean, I wish I wish I could have shown up to this podcast a lot more. <laughs> yeah, you, you, it's a you good brought, time. We yeah, have a good time. I I want to bring I want to talk about so much more, but then I don't live in Missouri anymore. Mm. Yeah, so that's, that's all right. Sad. You know what? Here's what I, you need. To, I have a special love for the state of Missouri. I went to college here. You need to have. You need to text. You just need to text Brandon. Uh, topics that you want us to go over, and we hit. I mean, we hit topics every week. So like. Yeah, so, you can phone in. Yeah, you can phone awesome. in. We'll we'll call it like yeah. Brandon will call and we'll put you on speakerphone and we'll. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. This yeah, is hey, thanks for joining. Is, you know, I think that cool. it's gonna hopefully our podcast. You know, the the hopes is that it grows and grows and we just kind of come in. We randomly talk about stuff like as you saw throughout this whole time. It's just been random things we elaborate on stories topics whatever yeah. comedy real shit i have you know? so many topics that would be so interesting like yeah we could sure sit here and talk <laughs> all night right 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 you know but 
Um, but yeah, no, this it was a good cool. time. Thanks, Jeff. That's my for first coming. time actually doing a podcast. Oh, ever. oh yeah, popping that podcast chair. It's the first <laughs> yes. time these guys did it too. So, so. Yeah, so this is it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. If you want to follow us on social media, Instagram is Rose Bros Entertainment. Facebook, search Rose Bros Entertainment. Twitter is Rose Bros ENT. You can send us an email at Rose Bros Entertainment at gmail.com. What am I forgetting? TikTok, Rose Bros Entertainment. Oh, on YouTube. Try to. I want, we need to get our subscribers up on YouTube. We got some quality videos already up there. Uh, I feel like some good content. Oh, and we're going to get our another pizza review video up. We kind of missed one, but follow us on YouTube or subscribe to us on YouTube, Rose Bros Entertainment. And is that it? I think so. All right. Later. I'm out. See you. Bye.